wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, and it is here where me and my best friend talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad Bit Games. And if you like, if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on iTunes or consider dropping us a buck over at patreon.com slash bad bit. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm tired. <laughs> yeah? I'm very tired. It's been a very long day. I had to wake up early to bring my car in for another hefty fix, of yeah. which... Maybe I'll become nine nine toe Kyle. I'll sell a toe in order to in order to pay for it. I don't know how it's Who wants happen. a toe? Who would want a toe? Listen, man. Wiki feet might have some takers. Who knows? Ooh, I don't have a page right. there yet, but you know <laughs> if I can build a following, anything's it's possible. The internet. Anything's it's the possible. internet. It's twenty twenty. Kyle. Yeah. It was my birthday on Sunday. Yeah. Happy birthday. How was it? It was actually all things. Not that I don't know how it was. I saw the outpouring of love on the internet. First off, everybody, <laughs> thank you so much. That was yeah, that was re- like very overwhelming. Um, thank you. Like there was not enough people. Like there were so many people, I couldn't say thank you enough. I would be flooding all the feeds. So thank you all so much for reaching out. Um, even even people going out there rating this show five stars. Even going out there on Patreon, th- tossing us a buck, uh, wish me a happy birthday. Thank you all so very much. Um, but something major happened. You know, it's 2020. We can't see, you know, our friends. We can't hang out with them. And what my brother did, talk about the MVP of brothers. Ooh. He has no idea how to video edit whatsoever. Uh-huh. But he got, he stitched together all my close circle of friends here uh, in Jersey. And they made like a, like a happy birthday, Joe, and how oh, much I mean to nice. them. No, 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 no. It gets even better than that, Kyle. Well, the well, last you yeah. you you told me I think maybe it was during the personal uh, the real talk episode or whatever yeah or maybe after we recorded that but you said something like my brother got me something big and you it and was. I can't, I asked you all day and you're like I don't know I don't know so do you now know is that what you're about to unleash on everybody the last person that my my brother you know got was um, none other. Then the voice of Batman himself. Holy shit. Kevin Conroy. Oh, man. Wishing me a happy birthday. And like saying some really awesome inspirational stuff, which if I'm able to get it, uh, the, the cameo video that my brother did, um, I'll toss it at the end of this podcast because it's Kevin fucking Conroy. That's the voice of awesome. Batman. Dude, it was like, and even like before, I was just like, this is the best birthday gift I think I've ever gotten. Just like the love and everything. And then just Kevin Conroy. God, like my brother just gets me. That's he awesome. just like, t- oh my God, it was, it was awesome. So I had a terrific birthday. Um, and again, thank you all so much for coming out. But Kyle, I just fixed my PlayStation. I've barely played any playstation games you have played one in particular so before we talk about the playstation 5 teardown the new playstation trophy system astrobot coming with your playstation 5 it being an actual game more spider-man miles morales news before we get into all of that kyle Mm -hmm. you've been playing a little game called crash bandicoot 4 how have you been digging it oh man 
it is absolutely incredible. Yes. Yeah? Oh, let me let me say that the crash way. Incredible. I gotta take the <laughs> eye out of it. Get it? <laughs> oh, I got um, it. Oh, you you're something else. I'm on a roll today. Call me butter. Uh, it's it's really, really fantastic. I've been trying to think of the perfect way to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's very – it's hard for me to put into words exactly how awesome this game is and how awesome it feels, right? Mm-hmm. Like it feels like a modern game. It feels like a modern platformer. It's still incredibly difficult, like insanely mm-hmm. difficult, and the, the challenges on each level are going to be – Really, really hard to get. Like, the Platinum is, I think, I already looked at a trophy guide after I beat the game because I did beat the story part of it. How long did it take you? Oh, I don't Probably 12-ish hours because I died wow. a lot. Yeah. Um, you can see on Twitter some of the gameplay stuff I put up. It's, like, really, it's really, really One hard. of it was, like, super impressive. Like, it was, to me, almost at the level of, like, Super Meat Boy hard. Because I oh, saw yeah. the platformers. Yeah. So is it is it there? Is it, like, Super Meat it's, Boy difficult? It definitely is. The way that they yeah. have the four masks, and each mask has a different power. So, like, you can slow down time. You have a, mm-hmm. a mask that able to phase things in and out of, like, different universes. Um, it's very much like Ratchet and Clank, uh, a Rift Apart, where you're okay. using using rifts in space-time continuum to go to different islands and different crash characters throughout its history come out and they're different versions and they help you out which is really Mm. really cool but like this is totally modern but it definitely still feels like the ps1 games that i played back in the day so it's keeping that retro love the nostalgia of crash and breaking the box and the same sound effects really of, of like collecting the the masks to protect you um coco you can play uh, throughout any of the levels and she feels the same as crash it's just oh, different cool. different character uh, skin there just like aesthetically um yeah. but then you get people like dingo dial which was a villain in the old games you get to play as him and he plays completely different so like he has a vacuum where instead of a double jump you he holds it down to the ground and you hold down x and you hover, and then at the last second, it's like a little boost to get you up oh, to higher awesome. places. Um, there's Tana, who is related to Crash and Coco, I think, or okay. like friends with them in a different universe where Crash and Coco died, and in, whoa, because everything gets ripped apart by the villains, okay. um, she comes and helps you out. And some of the levels, you'll be running through, and you'll just stop, and things magically open. Or things mm-hmm. get cleared out of your way, and there's like this little exclamation point, like, "Huh, that's weird. How? Why did that happen?" So after you beat the level, it unlocks the section of the other character's point of view, and then you can oh. replay that level from the other characters up to the point that happens, and then you retake control over Crash or Coco. And so I was gonna level. say, can can you? Is this is this where like let's just say I want to play as Tana right the 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 whole time is that an ability no okay no so it's, kind it, of... it, it's it's um it stays with whatever level they're assigned to because of okay. their different abilities like Tana has a slingshot to bring her closer to things mm-hmm. even one you get to play as one of the villains uh, Neo Cortex he's my mm-hmm. least favorite because he doesn't jump very high there's no double jump all he has is a dash and mm-hmm. like you can shoot enemies and turn them into platforming blocks either bouncy or solid ones he's just not my favorite to control but mm-hmm. it's cool that there's variation in there there's six uh gems to find each level and then when you 
get to a certain part in the story, it unlocks the inverted modes, which is what Ooh. we saw at the state of play, where like yeah. the different visual styles, where you go and replay those, and each island has its own aesthetic and inverted mode. So like the first island is you spin, and it's like echolocation. It like pings oh. things up so you can see yeah. it. Um, the second one is very like cell shady, cartoonish, like comic book drone style. And they, mm. the, it, those levels, the inverted levels also have the same six gems to find. So 12 per level plus time trial relics, which are insanely difficult to get. And then if you get to a certain point in the level without dying, you can pick up a flashback tape, which is, Jesus. which shows <laughs> the creation of Crash through Neocortex's mm. like a VHS camera. And it's pretty much just like a giant puzzle room, like a bonus stage, where you have to break all the boxes for 100% completion. And I think there's 20 of those, and I've only so gotten what, eight. Like, it's yeah. insane how much stuff is in this game. <laughs> so I was going to say, it sounds like a lot. It's a it lot. It sounds like it's it's well worth the 60 bucks. 100% is well worth 60 at the end of the day, because you, you, this was a beautiful rant of yours. Like this was like some beautiful mind left next level stuff. I dug it. Is first off, th- this sounds like this isn't a game for me because I suck at probably problems. not. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, no harm, no foul. But to those of of whom that are good at platformers or just decent, um, where does this game lie amongst the rest? Because I hear that this is the best crash game. Is mm. this the best crash game? I would say so. Um, yeah? Yeah, so, like, my history with Crash is just the original three, and then, mm. of course, the Insane Trilogy. I did not play the other ones that came out on 360 and regular Xbox, I believe. I didn't play any of those because right. I didn't own an Xbox. Mm. Um, but this is easily the best-feeling Crash, the best Crash game I've ever played. It's uh, nice. definitely the, the best-looking. It's, like, yeah. it's insane. And because of the difficulty, if you keep dying a lot... Sometimes mm-hmm. they will just give you masks to like protect you a little bit, just because right. they they can. I the rem- game can I remember tell. that. Yeah, but I remember it, that in the first game. <laughs> in addition to that, though, something I noticed in this one that I don't remember from even the Insane Trilogy mm. was if you keep dying at the same part over and over again, eventually when you respawn, they'll give you an additional checkpoint box. So, like, it bridges it, – you don't have to go all the way back. You have to go maybe halfway instead, which that check checkpoint box might nor, not normally be there on your first way through. So it's got a, a, some decent checks and balances in there for yeah. you, for a, a, a gamer to, to – well, God, I hate that I just used the word gamer <laughs> – for a player to get yeah. through the level better and more – and easy easier. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does this ah, – words, who cares? Where does this, like – where does this game – rank for you right now because this kind of like seems like came out of the woodwork in terms of like you're sounding really high on this is this oh i am if i was like your top five right now if we were to like give a score i would give it 8.75 nine like it's up there it's really 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 good as far as top five goes i forgot i forgot what's on my top five but it might be five okay okay that's fair enough I feel like, because it's definitely Last of Us, it's definitely Ghost. Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's yeah. definitely Ghost. Yeah. Um, I have it Damn, right there here. has been a lot of games. Don't worry, you think about oh, that, and I'll Fall do the Fall Guys at 4. There you go. Yeah, I would probably say, 
Crash is probably at five right now. All right. All yeah. right. I dig it. Yeah. And with that, listen, that's what you've been playing. That's what Kyle's been playing. Hopefully this week, uh, this week I'll finally be able to actually sit yeah. down and play Squadrons because I am so hyped for PSVR mode. But before we square up the news, I just want to give a huge thank, thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash badbit. It is you all that make this show possible. Like we say each and every week, if we've gotten you through a rough day at work, a long car ride, it really does help us out. You throw a buck our way over at uh, patreon.com slash badbit. It helps keep the lights on. And hopefully in the next week or two, we're able to share the biggest news that this podcast will ever have because of your support and i want to thank our new patrons austin Ernest, jedi master ren and let me tell you something about the knights of ren misunderstood uh, misunderstood bunch those the, those people and our new platinum member trevor starkey thank you all so very much and yeah with that i want to thank our platinum member Trevor Starkey, our gold members, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Gottfried, Griff, uh, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, and Jose Jimenez, our Silver Plus members, Pink Orkbot, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey, Tim Ulf, and the Winter Gamer. And again, if we ever got you through a long day at work, long car ride, it really does help us out. And I do want to highlight one person before we go and start squaring up the news, start getting into the PlayStation goodness that is this week, and that is Todd Berwitz. Um, Todd has been an, an amazing member of the Trophy Room, and each and every week he's out there following us on Twitter, commenting and all the things, liking, retweeting. Um, Todd is fighting cancer right now, and it means so much to us. That he goes out here, he, he he says it each and every week, that this is this is his favorite time of the week, is watching our show. And, you know, we're just two dudes talking PlayStation. We understand that we also have a platform in that, man, we have an effect on people like, like that of Todd. You know, going through something so difficult. And, you know, a few days ago, he, he was just like, man, I wish I can be a patron. I, I wish I could ga- gather up something for you. With that, I very much said, don't worry about it. You got your own thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, cancer took my grandpa. I hate it very much. It is my mission statement in the world to every time I get a chance, say F you cancer. And so with that, Todd, I'm making you, we're making you right now an honorary platinum member from here on out. From here on out, you're always going to be a part of the show because, mm-hmm. man, you're the reason why we do the show to give everybody a little bit of an escape from reality each and every week. And so Todd, thank you so much for supporting us. All of our patrons. Thank you for supporting us. And yeah, with that, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. Let's get right into it. Love you, Todd. Appreciate you so damn much. Uh, first one comes from Brianna Reeves over at PS lifestyle. PlayStation 5 teardown video provides a much closer look at the console. Today is that day. This morning, Sony posted a seven. Oh my god. I can't even say seven right. The dew is kicking in, everybody. Strap in! Here we go! Let's talk about tech stuff I don't understand. Sony posted yep. a seven-minute-long video in which Yas- Yasuhiro Otori, SIE's mm-hmm. mechanical design department and hardware design division VP, tears down the system. 
Every removable piece attached to the next-gen hardware is taken out, shown to the camera, then placed aside for our viewing pleasure. Otori's teardown begins by stating the obvious... Or, by stating the obvious, PS5 is much larger compared to the PS4. Duh, that's me, not in the article. Duh. (laughs) The new hardware comes in at over 15 inches tall and roughly 4 inches wide. While this does make the console quite massive, Otori explains that it guarantees a, quote, dramatic improvement in performance, end quote. From there, the USB, HDMI... LAN, and ACN connector ports are shown up close, followed by a quick look at the front air vents and the exhaust port that covers the entire rear. The stand and white panels are removed next, and rather easily, too. Those interested in getting a closer look at the PS5's innards are treated to a glimpse at the system's dust catchers, cooling fan, space for future storage expansion, disk drive unit, heat sink, liquid metal cooling, and much more. Now, just to let everybody know as well, over the weekend, uh, Japanese YouTubers got their hand on the console. They played a little bit of Godfall, and I also believe some Astrobot Rescue Mission. And man, those load times are practically uh, instantaneous. Like Godfall. Sorry, I was y- muted for a second. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not Rescue Mission. That's the VR game. Astro's. Sorry, Playroom. what did I say? Astro's Playroom. Um, so when you die in those games. You're literally rezzed like a second afterwards. Like Godfall, the person just didn't hit X soon enough (laughs) to get rezzed in. That's how fast this load time is. And when it comes to the sound of this console, it's insanely silent. It's insanely cool. A lot of people didn't even think the console was on because that's how much noise it wasn't making. So overall, it sounds like to me, my big takeaway here, Kyle is that it sounds like this console is literally checking the boxes that we had issues with the last generation, right? Mm -hmm. Console being a little bit too slow, especially towards the end chugging. When it comes to the heat distribution of this console, when it comes to the sound that this console makes, it sounds like it's taking off at times, right? Yeah. It sounds like they're listening to our feedback and actually giving us a console that is just that. Them listening to us and giving us what we want. Yeah, but that wasn't the big news this 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 whole event. No, this whole also, seven minute long video. To point yeah. over the weekend, an interesting thing that happened with the Japanese uh, media again a hand of it, um, the fact that Sony is now committing to X button being a worldwide thing. It's X now. It's not zero to confirm like it used to yeah. be in Japan for ever, but now yeah. all the entire world has to press X to confirm and select things and items or in menus and whatnot. And so like very interesting that they've now yeah. made it uniform across the whole I saw, planet. I, I saw that like some, so, some folks are not happy with that Yeah, uh, because in, in, in uh, uh, Japanese culture uh, circle is truth. And I think X is false. Mm. So to them, it's like, Whoa, our brains have been trained since forever even before the playstation that this was the right way to go and now it's it's gonna be a very weird adjustment for for those people but it's really them just kind of streamlining their production of these these consoles and production of most importantly the controllers making it just one unified uh um thing and having it so that people who are playing like you know jrpgs aren't that confused when they import it over from japan so like with that said though Watching this teardown video, Kyle, 
Um, what was your initial thought? What was the thing that piqued your interest? I mean, just the sheer size of it uh, yeah. on first glance is a lot to take in because it mm-hmm. is it is a big boy. <laughs> He's a big boy. Um, yeah. I'm with you, by the way. I'm team big boy. Um, yeah. But uh, on the other side of things, like watching it, I was laughing like a lot of the time. Why? It why just that? it was so weird seeing him take apart this entire console and me mm-hmm. being like, I don't understand anything that's happening. <laughs> I, I, I there's no subtitles or, or an interpreter telling me what's happening. So I'm just going off of like visually yeah. and laughing at the the main part that I left at it just showed like the the liquid metal cooling yeah. or whatever, and just said liquid metal. It's like, oh man, PlayStation has liquid metal inside. Whoa, Take that Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know it was cooling until I read this thing. So yeah. like, it's it, it was just very funny on that front. But yeah, I love seeing that there's four USB ports and mm-hmm. there's USB C and then USB A. I think is the other yeah. one in there. So. Yeah. That's good. There variety, even though it should just be C everywhere. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yep. Um, weird how there's like not as many ports in the back. Uh, well, it's I just actually like, the like four. that. I like it too, but I'm, I'm just used to having more options and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought was a little blown out of proportion. Tell me. Is tell the me, stand. How how dare they how? tell us? To put this optional stand on our console or not. Joe. Where do they pe- get off? People. and yeah. uh, Okay, I'm not even going to say people. Yeah. The the Xbox fanboys, the real toxic Whoa, ones. Oh, you're going after Xbox folks now. I'm doing it right now. I love all, I love all games and, and that, but I'm saying that the toxic Sony Ponies Unite. We're about to fight. We're finally landing <laughs> the killing blow on those Xbox. Let, let's do it. Hold on. Let me let me take a swig of dew. Oh my goodness, we're doing the do. It's going to take less than a freaking minute to unscrew that stand and put uh, it on the back to give, to make it horizontal. Yeah. Stop making it act, act like it's freaking making rocket a rocket. Yeah, thank you, rocket science. <laughs> it's not that freaking hard. Stop saying like, and then, oh my God. And then people saying it was Xbox UK with the, the yeah. pictures of, this is how you lay it down. You just take it like this and then you tip it over. That is not as much of a own as everyone is making it out to be. Uh-huh. It is not on the same level of the here's how you share a game level of the right. PS4. What would have been. How so? How so? It's literally just how you orient your console. Everyone <laughs> has a different thing. The sharing a game literally could not happen on Xbox at first. I just love poking you. I love poking And then the, what would have been that mm-hmm. here's how you share a game own is I saw there was a, an Instagram account that made this comparison. is the fact mm-hmm. that to upgrade the SSD thing, you just put in the back of the Series X. There's no opening it up. Right. That would have been the, the own if you wanted to okay. keep fighting this unneeded console war. It's right. just I'm I'm growing old. I'm tired of this pettiness and this fighting. Yeah. I just let's just celebrate games. Love what you love. Be proud of the choice of next gen console you're ta- you're partaking in. And let's just chill. Dude, stop I- with it. Especially coming from Xbox who's saying we don't want to fight console wars. We don't want right. to do it. And then they tweet out, 
here's how you here's how you put it horizontally. Just push it over. And newsflash, horizontal on the Xbox Series X doesn't look that good. I don't like the way that looks laying it's down. It's a chalky boy. And, like, and with huh. that, huh. I mean, I've, rena- I've renamed the, t- the console wars, Kyle. It's no longer called the yeah. console wars. Now, y- y- you're right. I think originally it was Team Chalky Boy, which is the Xbox Series X, and Team Tall Boy, which was the PlayStation 5. I'm redoing this. This doesn't, it's, it's no longer, no, no, no. It's Team Chonky Boy for Xbox Series X versus Team, wait for it, Big Boy. Yeah, Team Big That's Boy. That's for the PlayStation 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. I think if your biggest takeaway or biggest fucking own this for, for a seven-minute video was, I don't like that I have to screw on an optional stand. Yeah. That's, that, that's it. That's your own. Um, congratulations. And yeah, like to me as someone who's a multi-console owner, like, yeah. you know, I, I had to play my Xbox cause my PlayStation four was in the shop. I was playing Sea of Thieves with our good friend, Luke Lauren, CJ from player one. And they're, they're great folks. That's a great game. I'm enjoying myself. And so when I take a look around and I, and I turn over to Xbox, that has been so, uh, to say neutral, but like laissez-faire with everything going, yeah, let's love what we love. Let's play games wherever we can. And then for them to then take a second and then start doing these digs, it's like, where's your messaging? Is it we're all four gamers wherever, or are we, are we fighting, fighting this dumb fictional war? Because to me, it is silly. It is reductive and it is kind of immature, but at the end of the day, I also, I understand they're, they yeah. are competing no matter what, what we want to think. Um, and yeah, also, then, to clarify, I'm going to hate it when PlayStation does it back. Oh, I'm yeah. not, not going to come on here because I've now taken a stance. I'm tired of it. Bo- right. All sides. Knock it off. Right. And, and you know what would have been a better own, I put in quotes? If they just said, hey, reminder, we bought Bethesda. It's like... <laughs> You can't play Doom anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. that would have been... That is the own. It's not right. the whole turning it on its side bullshit. Yeah, I think that was that was silly. It is stupid. It is... It is really dumb. And, I, I, and like, honest to goodness, I'm going to get right to Jadis Von Metal's comment over on uh, P, at PS uh, Trophy Room on Twitter. Like, each and every week, you could write into the show via... Uh, asking us on Twitter at PS Trophy Room or the Constantly Bad Bit Discord server like Jadis Von Metal did. And he says, I love the teardown video. I'm really excited about being able to upgrade the SSD easily and the fact that it adds to the existing space. Now it makes sense why it wasn't a one or two terabyte card to begin with. It's all coming along nicely, which was my biggest takeaway from this whole event is the SSD uh, being able to add storage, not just replace by just literally lifting the lid of the console, which is just it, it's just like if if anybody owned an Xbox 360, you just lift the two lids and then pop it open. And that's it. That's it. That's easy. You're done. Uh, and then you just you just open the I little flap. A, yeah, there's a little flap there, too. Yeah. yeah. You unscrew that. And then, bam, you just put your SSD in whatever size it is and. It has various options of size of card. So, like, if you bought the wrong size, quote-unquote, that's not going to be an issue. It'll adapt to what size that SSD is. Obviously, you want to try to get the fastest one in order to get the same performance. It's not going to be one-to-one. It's not going to be one-to-one, but it's going to be close. 
And yeah, so depending on how large that card is, how much, how capable it is, it'll fit that SSD right in there. And that's awesome. It's a cheaper option than let's say, let's get fanboyish for a second here. The Seagate uh, internals, right? That are the Seagate card that's given to Xbox. You actually have options right out of the gate who to go with. And I mm -hmm. think that's really, really awesome. I think it does make things come together a little nice, uh, nicer. That said, at launch, I don't think I'm going to be getting an SSD. I don't feel like there's a need yet. Um, yeah. But, like, down the line, a year or two, when those cards go down in price, because they will, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm definitely going to jump on this and try it out and, and, and yeah, you know, put in, an external in, in my PlayStation. It just, it's really awesome that they gave us options. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've survived this gen without any external space. I haven't, uh, I haven't upgraded my hard drive at all i just mm. delete games when i need it and the fact that with the ssd that process is going to be even faster um it's not going to be such a hassle but yeah down yeah. the maybe next year sure i'll get some more because maybe i want like an ongoing digital title like game mm -hmm. that like games and service thing like a like a fall guys to yeah. constantly be on there or a rocket league to constantly be on there so yeah, I like that there's more space to it. It's 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 really really great. Yeah. Now my my other my other thing to get back to the other the the really the main critique is how large this console is. Yeah. Um, we talk about the cooling of this console. It looks like most of that console is just one giant heat sink, and that uh that that liquid metal that they're using as a thermal paste on the CPU is keeping it really cool. So yeah, it's a big console. It's the largest mainstream console that we've seen to date, mm -hmm. uh, if memory serves right. So, yeah, it's going to be big. It is unwieldy. Not going to sit here and tell you that it's oh, not. Oh, absolutely not, yeah. But if it addresses those problems that I've had with my PlayStation 4 and my 4 Pro, of it being too loud, of it running like a jet engine and running way too maybe even dangerously so hot, mm -hmm. that's awesome that PlayStation's like, you know what? We're just gonna go big, go home. We're gonna put the giant, the mo the biggest heat sink we can find, and and literally invent a a a, a thermal paste solution that'll make sure this thing runs quietly. That's what I want to see. That's what I want. And at the end of the day, this thing is sitting beneath my TV, perfectly fine. And I think that's the one, the biggest hurdle for both, you know, Chonky Boy and Big Boy, is that both of these consoles are unwieldy. Both yeah. of them are huge in their own right. Like, let's be honest with each other here, right? That Xbox solution, everybody was freaking out that it it, it it's too hot. It's running mm -hmm. way too hot. It's like an oven. And I'm like, that's an over-exaggeration. It's yeah. a piece of technology. Of course it's going to run hot. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> come on, it's conducting electricity for like, God's sake. Like, when you yeah? really think about it, it's freaking magic that these yeah. things are even, looking at this PS5 being taken apart and seeing all those dots and lines yep. connecting everything on that motherboard or whatever it's called <laughs> blows my mind, Joe. Yeah, that that is a yeah. thing that people have created in order for us to play fucking video games. Yeah. I, it's nuts to me. Of course it's going to be hot at some point. I'm sure the PS5 will also be warm if you play it for long periods of time. Yeah. And so, like, to me, like, the size, cool. It's It's about three inches taller and change than, than the Xbox. It's a little thinner than the Xbox. Cool. Awesome. Does it play Miles Morales? Awesome. I'm, I'm there for it. Yeah. So for me, take, you know, taking a step back from this video, my, my three takeaways is 
awesome that it has expandable SSD uh, storage. It's awesome that it's going to be running so freaking cool. And yeah, it's it's really awesome to see that from the looks of it, they're listening to us. Mm-hmm. And I think they know it's a it's a it's a big chunky boy. And listen, if you're gonna wait for the slim version, hey, that's yeah. that's on you. Technology will eventually shrink. They'll put more transistors on a chip. You'll be <laughs> able to get that smaller version. But until then, I'm fine with this. Both of them are big. Gotta gotta yeah. this 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 narrative that's being thrown out by both sides is is just very yeah. ridiculous. And I, I think during this whole conversation it come to my mind or being brought to the forefront of it is mm-hmm. the reason why people are loving this whole console war stuff and like haha look at what xbox did put it down or haha look what playstation said about x y and z i don't have an example right, right off the top of my head is those people are just insecure about what they're choosing to play for next gen right don't be insecure about your choice be confident yeah. in it be secure in it Love what you love. We've said it a bunch of times. Just it's love what you love, have, man. It's why we mostly have people that like play on PC or play on Xbox yeah. on the show. If we're just agreeing with each other all the time, it's going to be very boring. Yeah. I, want, I want a dissenting opinion. Just because there's dissent doesn't mean it has to be an argument. It, has, it means it can lead to a really awesome conversation. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I think this video set out what it needed to do. And it did it really well. The one other thing I want to point out is it's weird for the first time because this is a very PlayStation video. It is very weird in how it's structured, but it's really awesome to kind of be the outside guy looking in when it comes to like, here's this Japanese dude speaking Japanese. I'm trying to interpret it as an American or reading the subtitles like IGN later put out. Like that was that was really cool. It was like, oh, this is how the rest of the world that doesn't speak English, like how they how they you know, it, it's kind of like I was watching what is that movie Parasite? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I'm like I'm movie. reading videos. I've I never just watched. Uh, another thing is like uh, the reason I was laughing at that video is who yeah who's gonna bring their PS5 home and go? You know what? I'm gonna take it apart. I'm gonna lay it out how- on the table. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. play any Miles Morales. I'm not gonna play Astro's Playroom. I'm just going to take everything apart and see if I can put it back together. Digital Foundry and some <laughs> white YouTuber that can waste that type of money. Oh, my God. I'd, be, I'd be shaking the whole time. Like, this is $500. <laughs> I can take it apart, though. Well, that's it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't know how to put this thing back together. Um, but, like, to, to me, and I want to get this question here because the people that that had like really dug it like us. Uh, Steven Esposito writes in just like you can too over at the PS trophy room on Twitter. Um, he tweets at us. You guys going to customize them fins because here's the thing. I added them fins. I had a little flair to it. Uh, the sides of the consoles, you pop them off, right? Again, mm-hmm. very easily. Like I said earlier, uh, this has led to a lot of people going, well, what if Miles Morales comes out, or, or better, better example, God of Horizon. War Ragnarok comes out, or Horizon, out, or Horizon, and they're like, "Here's custom customizable side plates for your PlayStation Five instead of just selling mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a limited edition console." My question for you: This has also opened up what I like to call the black market Etsy market. <laughs> <laughs> People are gonna take these these flip flaps. Yeah, they're gonna put all types of designs on them. Would you be willing to go out there buy a third party like thin for your PS5? No, I no. I, I I wanna I, I no I don't want to take the chance of it. 
not fitting correctly or mm. just them being like a millimeter off and breaking something. That's my fear. That's why I wouldn't do this. Cause God forbid I'm like, okay, this flip flop was great, but I want to take it off. And then I like, I pop it off, but I just hear it. Yep. Like, oh, what was that? Mm-hmm. What was mm-hmm. that? And then like one of the little dongles is just stuck inside. Like it snapped off and now I can't put any flip flap on it. Oof, that's personal But if hell. like, if they're coming straight from Sony, Mm-hmm. For like the first party things, and like you said, replacing what special editions that we've gotten for years now with PS2, PS3, PS4s, and yeah. we do get the 360 era of like faceplates, but with these fins, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Okay, I would. I wouldn't be opposed to like in a post-COVID world, which who knows when that will ever be. Is like giving it to an artist friend and having them paint mm-hmm. them it them it themselves. You're and right. then handing them back to me, like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But like as is, I'm gonna keep them on. Or uh, I I saw some uh, um, Stephen Fontana, guest of the show, friend of the show, wrote in our group chat. He was like, I'm just gonna wait for like uh, the binder wraparounds for some textbooks, <laughs> like back when we were in school, like the little yeah. slip-ons. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for that. I'll just use that. Whatever yeah. those come out, like little yeah. socks for the flaps. That's 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 what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I'm also getting disturbed that we're calling them flaps, so I'm gonna that's move true. to the next story. That's true. Overall, though, like what we saw again, we're not yeah. tech people, so like when when I'm when I say like, oh, this system has RDNA two architecture inside this box, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Go to another podcast. I have no idea what the fuck <laughs> yeah, that no. is. Okay. No. Also, uh, a real CPUs, just... GPUs. It's all one big APU. <laughs> A very small thing that I love what PlayStation does with any console uh-huh. is all like the stickers and the screws are still PlayStation branded. Yeah. I love that. It's through and through PlayStation. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to have any like 3M scotch tape in there. You're going to have right. PlayStation uh, <laughs> like uh, reflective stickers covering up the screws and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, hey, you're going to fuck this up. You're going to fuck up your warranty. Yeah, I exactly. That sticker. Calm exactly. down, guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I really dug this video. And now the final thing we have to take a look at is the UI. They sold us on games. Yeah. You know, like Miles looks great. Horizon looks great. God of War looks great. Ratchet and Clank looks great. Oh, my God. Astro's Playroom we'll get to in a sec. It's like, not a major news story. Mm-hmm. But that NBA 2K video, Joe. NBA 2K, everybody sweating edition that looks incredible when you look at the ps4 version of the ps5 version side by side oh man i'm so excited month away joe month away (laughs) one month away (laughs) how many sleeps i don't know too many to count there's no sleeps until this big change hits the playstation network adam bankers from ign writes playstation trophy levels getting updated confirmed to transfer to ps5 Sony is changing up its PlayStation trophy system a bit, including increasing the trophy level range from current 1 to 100 levels to 1 to 999 level. And it has confirmed that all previous trophies will carry over to PS5, just as they have for previous console generations. As detailed on PlayStation Blog, this update will be out starting, quote, later tonight in North America and tomorrow in Europe, end quote. And your trophy level will automatically be remapped to a new level within this new range based on the trophies you've earned to date. So if your current trophy level is 12, for example, it will now jump somewhere in the low 200s. The exact exact level will depend on the number and grades of trophies you've acquired. 
Also, there will be no changes to the trophies already earned or trophy information, such as unlock requirements. In addition to the change to trophy levels, there will also be a new trophies level calculation system that is more optimized and rewarding. Early levels will be easier to progress through, and levels will increase more consistently. Furthermore, platinum trophies will be worth more, making them already even more valuable than before. The trophy level icon on PlayStation 5, as well as PlayStation app at a later date, will also be getting an upgrade. Currently, the trophies icon is a single star, but soon there will be more variants and ways to show off your accomplishments. They are as follows. Bronze will be levels 1 to 299, silver levels 300 to 599, gold levels 600 to 998, and platinum level is only level 999. And with Oof. within those ranges also you will have different a different image and that will pr- right. progress as well as you get closer and closer and level up. It kind of reminds me of the Call of Duty Prestige uh, mm-hmm. system, where like, so if you're like level five on on PlayStation, or, or like, because the one thing with actually how trophies worked and how they were calculating the levels, uh, you know, I, I say this all the time. I'm the worst host of a PlayStation podcast, especially named Trophy Room, because I really, at the end of the day, don't care much for trophies. Like, I'll get the fiending for some every once in a while, but for the most part. I'm just like, I'm going to enjoy my game, and if I really love it, I'll platinum it. If I don't, I won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, nobody really knew how the level system really worked. Yeah. And so now them creating this new system, which pretty much gives everybody the feeling that they're moving up a lot faster, um, is really is really awesome. And it rewards people who do play a lot, who make this their ecosystem, to stay there and to remain there. Mm-hmm. With that, uh, Nathan McGurney writes in. He says, best guess on my new trophy level. So by this, you know, by tomorrow morning, by the time the show goes live, this new trophy system gets implemented. Yeah. Nathan is a level 26. Where do you think he's going to fall here? Well, Nathan, I'm also a level 26. Um, So I've been thinking about it. It said trophy level 12 will be somewhere in the low 200s. Mm -hmm. So we're Mm -hmm. double that. Right. Um. And if they're weighing platinums more, and I have 44 platinums, I'm going to say I'm going to be... I think we're pretty close to 500. Okay. I, I okay. would I would imagine that, or maybe maybe 450. Okay. But yeah, I think somewhere in that range, I think, is probably my best bet. My best Shit, guess. Now, now I'm going to start caring about trophies even more, because <laughs> like, I'm only level 17. I have okay. no idea. Like I have 20... Platinums, though. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm no slouch. Mm-hmm. I platinum Bloodborne for the love of God. That Hell better yeah, you did. outweigh like that counts as like three, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want some game like if it's if it's I platinum I, I am Mayo, which I did. Then that should that's that's a bronze. Let's be real sure. about it. Sure. Where where am I falling? I'm am I bronze? You're at what do you say? 16, 17? 17. Uh. No, I th- I think you'll be in the silver levels, probably low three hundreds. Thank God, thank God. Now I gotta yeah. try. Now I gotta. If I, uh, you know what, this generation, I'm going for gold. That's, I just, that's where it's at. I just realized mm-hmm. I committed to having Bug Snacks be my fiftieth platinum. Yeah, and we're a month away, and I need to find five games to platinum <laughs> between now and that date. How many Telltales? <laughs> no, I want them to be like. 
legitimate things. Like, okay. un- I have to okay. do- finish Uncharted 4. I have to do the six-hour speedrun one, which is... Woo! God damn it, Kyle. Calm down. <laughs> Settle down. Marcus O'Neill writes in via the Casa de Badbit Discord server, like you can too. Link in the description. They write, are there other additional changes you would have liked to see with the trophy system? There was a post on the French PlayStation blog. <laughs> Big get out of that. Which has since been removed, stating the new system would provide trophy tracking. I think this is essential. Thank you, Kyle, Shu. you're praying. Thank you, Shu. You think, you think this is true? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I have the part from the blog pulled up. Uh, Nibel mm-hmm. on Twitter um, screen grabbed it and threw it up. It, the, the blog post from France says, Track your progress on, P- on your PS5 console. On PlayStation 5, you'll be able to track your progress towards individual trophies for compatible PS5 games. For example, you'll sometimes see how many artifacts you have to collect or how many armor upgrades you need to get before unlocking the trophy. A- and this has been taken down. It's not on that blog post anymore, which leads... Why would they take it down? Because they're not re- that's probably more of the UI talk. I feel like that's probably tied to UI, and they're not ready to talk about it yet. That is incredibly essential, Marcus. I'm 100% with you. Xbox has had it for years. That's something I've always Mm. wanted trophies to do. So you're not guessing, like, if there's a trophy saying, you know, kill 10,000 zombies. How many zombies am I at? Like, how many times do I have to keep farming this one horde of zombies? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I want as a trophy hunter. I just pictured you growing... Zombies on a farm, like you're harvesting them. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Here's your um, brains, zombie one. Here's your brains. <laughs> zombie Vegan two, zombie, here's, here's some carrots. There you go. Oh, that's oh. nice. You're giving them options. Yeah. Um, GMO free. Oh, G- well, now you're going a little bit too far. You've been too kind of these zombies, guys. you got to settle it down. Um, yeah, no, I think trophy tracking is essential, for sure. I think that is the thing that the only really thing I want out of the Xbox achievement system is that me being able to track my trophies. If I really give a shit about a trophy, if I want to platinum that game, it would really help for me to see if it's especially a grindy one where I'm at there, Mm -hmm. that would help me out. So yeah, trophy tracking is essential. My next question for you though, Kyle, is this, Mm -hmm. does this mean since you know, PlayStation France took it down, um, just like they always do. They retreat. <clears throat> Stick it to France. Is that <laughs> still rate us five stars, French? Please listener. listen. <laughs> I, I, I baguettes. I think they're awesome. Baguettes. Ba- baguettes. You know what? I, we deserve the four stars there, France. <laughs> There's no me walking walking this one back. I'm so sorry. Oh, Adam Leonard's going to love that one. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's like, I got him again. Um, but no, for me, I think the trophy tracking is that. But does this mean we're going to see the UI? Like, what if tomorrow we wake up and we go, God damn it, do we have to record this show? Because, again, because the UI just, just got revealed. Or do you uh, think that man. is a next week thing? They could, It could be a next week thing. Yeah. They 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 are rolling a lot out the last couple of days. Like there was that headset right. uh, blog post, which will be mm-hmm. in a little bit. Um, the the video of like NBA two K running on a PS five. You have the teardown today. You have this trophy blog post. Today. They are they are ramping up. I don't know if they would do UI 
like the day after. Mm-hmm. I would potentially see it like next week, maybe then, Monday and or Tuesday, possibly. And okay. the f- maybe we get a blog post like that about PS5 every week until release, since we are a month away, essentially a month away. All right, I agree with you. That's it. That's all. I w- I would like to see that. Like maybe what, ending in week? a state of play. Do we do we still think there's going to be a state of play? I I still feel like they need to show off more of Sackboy and Destruction All Stars. Okay. I think I yeah. think it'd be stupid of them to not show off two launch games in a more in depth fashion. So. So maybe like end of October they're just like maybe in here. Yeah. Is your launch games? Yeah. You know? I would I would so, assume so. I don't know if you necessarily need a state of play there. I think just like one day you just drop Sackboy. You know, oh, well. Also, they, they could actually destruction all stars. They could yeah. also give a date to Ratchet in that state of yeah. play, and maybe Ooh. maybe hint at a little bit more. So, that, like, there is stuff I feel like they could yeah. add to make it worthwhile. Okay, I, that that sounds good to me. All right, so hopefully, state of play by the end of this month. UI so. sometime next week. Yeah. Okay. There's there's gonna be another teardown, and people are gonna be like, "This UI is too big." I like to go left from right, not right to left. PlayStation's over. <laughs> what if what if it, that same guy comes out? It's like this time, we're mm-hmm. gonna flip it over and start from the back and take it apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that will go over smoothly. This is how you verse. take it from a horizontal stand to a vertical mm. stand and just switch it around. Oh. Mm. Or they just show the same video but just in reverse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kyle, let's talk about the next story on the list. Uh, Alessandro Barbosa. Bar- oh, excuse me. Alessandro Barbarossa. Oh, no, I said Barbarossa. that right the first time. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Alessandro. From GameSpot writes, One of the PS5's biggest features won't work with your TV at launch. Since Mark Cerny's Road to PS5 briefing during GDC earlier this year, Sony has marketed its own proprietary audio innovations that will be included with the, P- the PlayStation 5. It's broken down into two separate audio modes that work with either a headset or your TV speaker, but only one will be ready for launch next month. In a new blog post, Sony details some of the compatibility features of of its new Tempest 3D audio engine, which will be able to turn any headset into 3D audio-capable cans with games that support it. Sony mentions that its Pulse 3D wireless headset is one of the best ways to experience this on PS5, but stresses that all of, all other headsets connected either via USB or the 3.5mm jack on the DualSense controller will be supported too. Games will need to support 3D audio too, with Sony listening... Oh, excuse me. With Sony listing exclusives such as Spider-Man Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart as some examples. Some third-party titles such as Resident Evil Village will also support the feature. What won't be ready for launch is the software implementation to bring 3D audio to your TV speakers. Sony says that this virtual surround sound feature is still in development and will be coming sometime after launch. One that might be isn't alluded to in the post. So uh, this uh, the the 3D audio won't you know the 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 original Mark Cerny post, which this blog post they put out the other day for these headphones really just reiterated. There's nothing new. It just reiterated what Mark was saying. It was really still needs your ears. He still needs them, um, and he, you will pay dearly for them. Uh, but 
it really was just a, a subtle announcement of like, hey, 3D audio isn't ready at launch in terms of non-headsets for, for TV, mm-hmm. uh, which is a little disappointing. Sure. Obviously, this means PlayStation 5 is ready and it's going to fail, right? Yeah. It's it. Doomsday. <laughs> yeah, Forget what we said started. about a month ago and we're excited <laughs> and all this. It's done. Forget what you saw with Miles Morales. Forget when you heard, you know, Kratos talk to you. Forget when you saw Aloy. Forget I'm canceling my pre-order. I'm going right to now. eBay and I'm yep. buying a Ouya. It's game you over. You know what? You know what? Screw you, PlayStation. You can keep my screwdriver. I'm done. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> this is where I drew the virtual line in the sand. Um, no, fine. <laughs> yeah. All of this is fine. Like, I'm a headset user, so I'm not bothered by this one bit it's also when it comes to like um with xbox with their announcement of like some of their ray tracing features won't be ready at launch this is fine it's kind of like the same scenario here but it's a covid year things are gonna not be able to be worked on as smoothly as it would in a non-covid pandemic year and i mean like i was talking to lou glor about this before the show it's just like and this is just us being real about it of course these consoles are not ready at launch yeah. In terms of like, yeah, there we haven't seen all these reasons. I mean, PlayStation has done a good job, I say, of showing you games to be excited for their platform. But like outside of that, like it's taken too long to see the UI. It's taken too long to see that teardown video. Um, even when Sackboy's Adventure, someone, the video is obviously months old because they, he goes, uh, we'll share more info in the months to come. So like obviously COVID has impacted these the rollout of these consoles where not everything will be feature complete at launch. Mm -hmm. Maybe a few months out, they will be. Uh, That said though, this isn't like the nail in the coffin or like PlayStation lying. This is just an effect of the COVID situation on the real world. So Mm -hmm. with that, I totally understand this, this somewhat delay, but at the same exact time as someone, again, who's getting those 3d pulse uh, headsets. I'm very excited to, finally see this feature this is one of my favorite features i'm looking the most forward to yeah i am i am not a headset user at all when i game you know this Mm -hmm. if you've listened to the show in the past um but i am picking up a pair of these headsets because i want to i want to see what this 3d 3d thing is all about when it comes to audio um what if it's just an elaborate ruse it very well could be it very well could be you put on the headsets like you're about to game. You take them off. Where where did your ears go? Oh, you can't no. find your ears. Oh no, Mark Cerny. And then using... wait, subtitle. Meanwhile, somewhere in California, <laughs> Cerny yes. House. I got another one with one of like those mail tubes coming down with your ears <laughs> in a tube. <laughs> Just Ex- called the Internet Tube. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent. This is what I wanted. More Back at ears. the house. Oh, my ears! Where are they? Ah! <laughs> More to add to my collection. All right. With that, Kyle, let's get into the next bit of news. <sighs> if we're not bummed out about this virtual 3D audio future Mark Cerny ceiling areas thing. You know what I'm you know what uh uh is good for a, a game launch show? What's that? Book tie-ins. Jonathan Dornbush from IGN writes, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales art book and prequel novel announced. Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales is set to hit the PS4 and PS5 in just a few weeks, but fans of Insomniac's take on Miles will have more opportunities to jump into the character's world via two newly announced books. 
IGN can exclusively reveal the titles and cover art for Titans books, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Wings of Fury, the prequel novel tied to the game, as well as Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, the art of the game. Wings of Fury will actually hit before the PS4 PS5 game is released, with the novel written by Slay author Brittany Morris being available from Titan on November 10th. The story focuses on Miles grappling with the responsibility of being Spider-Man as he deals with Vulture and Starling, setting experimental tech onto the streets of New York. Apparently, also, this book is around 288 pages long. Sweet. I don't know if that's a big book or not, because I literally don't read, because I'm a big dum-dum. Why why read when the pictures are moving on the screen, Kyle? Uh, You gotta do what my dad said, what got me to read when I was little. You gotta play a movie in your head as you're reading. Too much effort. Yeah, I'd be like, Dad, that's a dumb I idea. Why would you even why would you even think of that old man? <laughs> Listen, it got me to read a goosebump book a day. I used to read Ooh. one of those books a day. How many pages is a goosebump book? Oh, not a lot by today's standards. Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit over a hundred. We had Hardy Boy books. Hardy Boy books too, yeah. Yeah. Those old rascals, they always find themselves in trouble. Yeah. Where's the Hardy Boys How- game? That's how I want to Dude, I don't know. I don't know. With that, though, Kyle, November 10th, this book comes out. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man Miles Morales comes out on the 12th. You got 48 hours. You're on notice. (laughs) People who really give a shit. This is here. What's that? Here's the thing. Uh, Back in the day, my friend, before the the author came out as a transphobic bigot, my friend Mm -hmm. gave me a weekend to read the final Harry's Harry Potter's book, Harry Potter book. Oh, you got political again. God God damn it, Kyle. And (laughs) I, he he said, if you don't read this book by Monday morning, when you come into work, Uh I'm going to spoil everything. And I read that book in 36 hours. That was gross. Yes. 36 hours. I finished that book. And that book is close to a thousand pages. Mm. So Mm. I can do a 288 book in 48 hours. Hmm. I feel like I can. I mean, whether or not I'll be able to get my hands on the book in time and it doesn't arrive later, I don't know. Do you have a Kindle? Do you have an Amazon Kindle? I don't actually. You have an iPad? I believe that would work. Oh, you know what? That's true. I'm thinking, I'm still thinking physical media. I was going to say, are you a physical media when it comes to books? Are you going on? uh, Technically, yes. I am still. But yeah. How dare you? It's cool. Hey, Kyle, listen, Digital Future's here, whether you like it or not, but here's why this news hit the trophy room. Because I'm anti-book. You know that now <laughs> till forever, okay? I don't... Imagination, what is it? Just show me what you want to tell me, right? Just show me it on the screen. On the cover of The Art of Spider-Man, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. we see a suit mm-hmm. very reminiscent to... The Spider-Verse suit. Yeah. There is no question here. There's there's nothing but hype. I am 100% in. Please, for the love of God, just show me the Spider-Verse suit. You know how <laughs> pumped I am? My brother, again, being the best brother in the world, got a 3D printer, printed me the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Oh, hell yeah. Symbol. That's awesome. I just need to find where to, where to put it, where to put mm-hmm. it up. It's amazing. I love this. I love Miles Morales. I love Spider-Verse. This is this this oof, very so fresh paint. Um, I'm in. This, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm super excited. I got um, during this quarantine, uh, I got the the first game, the art book mm. from Titan Books, and it's fantastic. 
Okay. So if it's anywhere close to that, and with with gorgeous artwork of Miles Morales and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. so in. I'll do an audio book because it reminds me of a podcast. I can do mm. that. Mm-hmm. If like Mark Hamill's like talking about it, okay, and he's like, "I'll order a cheese uh, <laughs> ravioli." No I don't want tomatoes. I, you know? I don't want to commit to this live on air, but uh-huh. why don't you just hop on a Discord call and I'll read you the book? I'll go to fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not doing goofy voices, I can't follow along. You know, if you can't even try to do a Patrick Stewart, like no. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so now it's not gonna happen. Yeah. I don't even know if that sounded like Patrick Stewart, but like <laughs> I need goofy voices, I, then I'm entertained, or else I won't know what character's talking. I'm that dumb, you know. <laughs> Feed it to me like I'm stupid, because I am. <laughs> you are not stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got some brains in now, now and again. Kyle, though. Yeah. Here's the thing. The next story on the list. Yep. I finally got hyped. Let's Sweet. talk about Astro's Playroom. Alessio Palumbo from WFCC Tech writes, Astro's Playroom features four to five hours of gameplay with four explorable worlds. Unlike most recent consoles, PS5 will come with a pre-installed game called Astro's Playroom, developed by Sony Japan Studios' Asobi team. It follows up from the acclaimed Astrobot rescue mission developed for PlayStation VR. Being a free pre-installed game, though, many fans were wondering if it'd be essentially a tech demo. According to game director Nicholas Doucette, Though, man, I read that horribly. Let me go back. According Dude, to you, game you director, you slam duck when you said Alicia Puma. I can't even do it. I hate my, my pronunciation skills. <laughs> According awesome. to it. game director Nicholas Doucette, though, this is a rather meaty experience for a freebie. Here's what the creative director had to say: "Quote: First of all, this game consists of four worlds. Within each world, there are special power-ups. For example, a jetpack." This is a right and left trigger that allows you to control the jet injection, and you can feel the thruster boost while operating the trigger. I think it takes about four to five hours to play and clear. Besides that, there are many hidden homages to the 25-year history of the PlayStation during the game. There are collection items in it, and you can enjoy collecting lots of artifacts and puzzle pieces. Also, I can't say in detail, but if you clear everything... There is a surprise that PlayStation fans will be pleased with. End quote. Kojima's in the game. It's confirmed. <laughs> well, that's this is kind of alludes to what I saw mm. during the unveiling of this uh, this past summer. Yeah. Um, where I think one of the levels shows you th- shooting a one of the Astrobots like with a slingshot, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's flying through the PlayStation Two loading screen with the blocks. They're coming up. So, yeah, I'm I'm so in. I think this might be the first thing I play. Yeah, because it's such a short thing. Get a sense of the dual sense, and I love Astrobot. I think yeah. it's gonna be cool. What I think the surprise for PlayStation fans is that you clear everything. Is it just a platinum trophy? Your first platinum trophy on the console? I, I was, don't know. Now, my here. Okay, first question: Is there a platinum trophy to this game? There better be. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. My second thing I want to say is last week, yeah, you told me, like, this is the first game you're going to play. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. so you got mm-hmm. Spooderman, you got Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. But seeing that this is such a short experience, but at the same exact time, a meaty one in terms of, like, you know, the last, like, playroom or, like, the little, like, add-on games usually just throw away, like, just, yeah. you know, this is what the console is able to do type of experiences. This seems like, no, they're actually giving you a game. And if anybody played... 
Astrobot Rescue Mission. That game is honestly one of the best platformers ever just this generation. Mm-hmm. Period bar none. It stands it stands uh you know behind you know the the the, the platinum king that is Mario to me. And that's saying a lot cuz I love that plumber that little son of a bitch. But that said, yeah, like this is like this is giving Astro a platform outside of PSVR for everyone to get to know mm-hmm. and to love because I think that character design is so cute. It is so lovable. This could be another mascot easily for the PlayStation brand. And I think putting it out here as like a, a its own game is awesome. Yeah. For me, I think the 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 surprise is something something that is ingrained in PlayStation. So I would like it to see because I when I think of PlayStation, I am thinking of Shuhei Yoshida. So I would love to see a in like Shuhei like as a like as a as an astrobot, you know what I mean? Just waving, I'm being thinking, cute and adorable. I I immediately when you said Shuhei, I thought yeah. of the baby's face in the sun from Teletubbies. If it's just oh shoe God. at the end, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like hello, you made it. And I'm like, oh, you're adorable. You. Cute son of a gun. Let me pat you on the head or something. Yeah. Yeah. I. What could it be though? What if you clear this and then it unlocks PS One backwards compatibility? <laughs> like in order to play, here. in order to <laughs> play older PlayStation games, you have to clear this whole thing to unlock it in the <laughs> the hardware. They, dude, you were talking about gems and crash. These yep. are the gems. Yep. <laughs> unlock features to the console. Think about it. What he said. Four worlds. Yeah. PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. Ooh. And then maybe when you beat the whole game, you know what you unlock? Actual cloud saves that work between console generations. That's nuts. <laughs> Could that you imagine if they tied like quality of life things to clearing the tie in game? <laughs> you want more memory? <laughs> All right, clear this platform, you dumb dork. <laughs> you paid how much for this console? That's right. <laughs> Hey, you know that PlayStation Plus collection with all these great yeah. PS4 games? You can't yeah. get it unless you collect five umbrellas from the beach level. <laughs> you can't. Mm-mm. Unless. Um, I would love to see Astro Rescue. Like, ask, like, I'm not saying this is the game, like the, the thing at the end. But I would love to see Astrobot Rescue Mission outside of PSVR just so more people get to play it. I guess this is like their version of, but yeah. This game really gave me Odyssey vibes, and I'm here to tell you, Kyle, I'm right on board. This is the first game I'm playing. Yeah, hell yeah. Bar none. I cannot wait for next month. There's going to be so much content that we're going to be doing on the channel, on the podcast, on Patreon. It's going to be fucking nuts. It's going to be fun. That said, Kyle, next week's going to be a lot of fun as well. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Giuseppe Nova from Twinfinite writes, Ghosts of Tsushima update 1.1 and Legends multiplayer gets release date and new trailer, new game plus coming. Sony Interactive Entertainment and Sucker Punch revealed a new trailer and the release date focusing on Ghost of Tsushima's upcoming update. The update is coming on October 16th and will bring forth the co-op multiplayer Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Those who are more into the single-player campaign won't be disappointed, as that's also getting new goodies, including a new Game Plus mode that will include a new horse, dies, charms, and trophies. 
You'll notice a new character at various towns and locations in Tsushima. Goizen, the storyteller. I'm sorry, Goizen, if I said that wrong. He's heard the got a good. The, he's heard the rumors about the ghosts of Tsushima, but he has a different perspective about what's actually happening in his homeland. Goizen is the author and gatekeeper of the stories you'll find in Legends. And when you talk to him, he'll be happy to share one of his transport, transportative. Oh my god, why can't I say transportative? That word? You got it. Transportative stories. Listen, about you've been the hitting ghosts. it out of the. You've been out, hitting <laughs> it out god. of the park with all these. The dew is in full effect, and it makes my <laughs> tongue move faster than I'm ready for. Oh, man, that was bad. Don't take that out of context. Uh, speaking to Goizen will give you access to the Legends lobby, but you can also get there directly from the title menu or the pause menu or by accepting a PSN invitation from a friend. In Legends, you'll be able to pick between one of four classes, the Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, and Assassin. In addition to each starting with their own unique ability, each class can unlock an alternate ability as you progress, as well as earning class-specific charms and ranged weapons. While playing with friends, you can mix and match classes however you'd like. Whether that's a party of four all playing the same class, everyone playing as a different class, or any combination in between. The, uh, yeah, the three different co- modes would be a co-op story mission, survival missions, which are four-player horde mode, and a raid that will launch later. Kyle, this seems like it's Ghost of Tsushima meets Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> this seems freaking awesome. Yeah. And there's a loot attached to it. Um, like, from what the gist that I got, the four playable classes that you're able to unlock, the samurai is just like your typical warrior class. The mm-hmm. hunter is all about that bow and arrow. The ronin is also a warrior-esque but more mobile mm-hmm. um so maybe yeah like a fighter and then the assassin is all about that assassination that subtlety so like to me this this is really awesome this is right up my alley yeah next week are we playing this together kyle i would love to That's i would absolutely love to. go yeah this the again like ghost is my game of the year still this just adds to the awesomeness that is ghost of Tsushima. so yeah it, now my my thing here, and I think Famous Seamus actually put it down, and I forgot to put it on my, my notes. I'm so sorry. But the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life asks, what is your favorite thing out of this whole uh, package here? Mm. Like, you're getting a ton of stuff, whether you're a single-player player or a multiplayer player. Um, my favorite is not just really the multiplayer it's actually the new game plus that I thought should have been there from the get go. Cause that's after I was done with ghost, I wanted to keep playing and just yeah. put it on new game plus and have my, all my equipment still. What is, what is your favorite thing out of this patch that you've seen right here? So, yeah, I love the whole story behind this legends mm-hmm. update where it, there is this storyteller of the same kind that you did run across in single player and you would investigate mm-hmm. and they're, they aren't as tall stories uh, or tall tales as he made it out to, to, to be. I love, I love that whole reasoning behind it. But the thing that I love the most, which wasn't in this part, but it's the fact that you can now preload or have preset um, loadouts. So you yeah. can fl- switch on the fly of armor instead of pausing and then, going into and individually switching out everything to get a more defensive 
set before you go into a town to to do it Mm -hmm. it's just a click of a button and you have presets for if you want to be a warrior assassin ronin like those kind of play styles in the single player side of things um but yeah i'm loving what legends is all about that's what i wanted from ghosts and i'm so excited to to play the story with you joe do you think that this will turn the game around for you? Not to say that you didn't like this game. You yeah. enjoyed it quite a mm-hmm. bit. But do you think that this can knock it up a few pegs for you to maybe become your game of the year contender? It's not going to be my game of the year. All right, then I'm just going to ignore you because uh, that's not right. important to me now, you know? It's fine. You suck and I hate you and I'm looking for okay. you. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Remember what I said earlier on this podcast? You know, we could have dissenting <laughs> opinions. <laughs> You don't have to resort to name calling. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, <laughs> Kyle. Let me. Let, 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 I'll read this out. You want me? You want me to read this one out? Because it's really short. Yeah, if you want to. That's, that's what she said. Okay, or he said. Days gone. Medieval. Friday the Thirteenth. Headline. PlayStation Now's October lineup. Now this is interesting. Because only one game on this list actually has an expiration date. Days Gone is available right now on PlayStation Plus. It's available until January 5th, 2021. All right. Medieval available. There's no disclosed date. So indefinitely, maybe. I don't know what that means, but no precise release or or cutoff date for Mm -hmm. Medieval. Same with Friday the 13th. Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, is available from now until God knows when. Trine is a game. I remember it coming out like either at the launch of PlayStation 4 or around it. I've never gotten into this game. I don't even know what it is. Same. I can't believe there's four of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that said, Rad, uh, this is a Double Fine game, is also available right now on PlayStation Now. I'm very tempted to now try PlayStation out for a few months just to play Medieval, just to play Days Gone, maybe Ooh. get that plat. I can tell you right now, you can hard pass on Medieval. I did not have a good time really? with that. Oh, it's it it's not, That is a remake or a remaster mm-hmm. that didn't change how it feels. So it still okay. feels like a PlayStation 1 game, and it doesn't feel good. Right. It looks right. decent, but it's it's... But I think this is... I love that they put Friday the 13th up there for the month mm-hmm. of October if you want to play some spooky stuff with friends. Um, Days Gone, I think, is also part of the PlayStation Plus collection on PS5 that you oh, get, right. I think. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe they're just hoping you'll have a PS5 before January, but that's a short window. But they, no, they kind of do is... that with Spider-Man as well. Yeah. And God of War. Yeah. I guess like the they big gotta first stop party doing that, stuff. man. They really do. I think after after a while, like after a two year mark, you're like, all right, you're in here. Yeah, days gone, you're in. God of War, you're in. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's that's fine. I like. I think that's how because to me, PlayStation Now isn't Game Pass as much as no. we want it to be. As PlayStation gamers, I've seen some people out there saying that PlayStation Now is better than Game Pass. I would like Ooh. to say, stop huffing paint. That's a yeah. fucking line. You know it. That's not good. You crazy no. person. It's it's an excellent service. Nowhere on the same level as Game Pass. Nowhere not even, even close. Don't even even try Mm-mm. it. Um, but I think the one thing that makes it could make it infinitely better is like going. Yeah, you know what? A year after release, bam, days gone, or two years after release, whatever. Yeah. Once those PlayStation games are in, they should be locked in. 
right? But again, that just doesn't fit PlayStation. Unfortunately, doesn't fit their portfolio for them, and that's mm. disappointing. As, yeah. as a gamer, I would love to see more people play Days Gone, as it's now finally you know got all the the kinks and bugs worked yeah. out of it. Yeah. So. I platinum it at the beginning of the year. It is way better than I thought it was when it first came out. A game gets a lot of shit for no reason, I feel like. Yes, Ooh, it's a long okay. game. And sure, some some of the game mechanics and stuff gets a little bit tiring, but mm-hmm. it's a solid game. All right. Um, All right. Also, if you want to know what else is coming to PlayStation in the month of October, head to Mr. Badbit or Badbit Games on YouTube. And mm-hmm. I just put out the what's coming to PlayStation in the month of October. I, I left out a couple things, I say in the video, but just there are things that I weren't super interested in. So these are the ones that I thought looked cool. A lot of Ooh. spooky stuff, Joe. I don't know if you, you watched it, I, but there's some I spooky stuff I get scared easily. I, I don't know. You played Resident scared. Evil, man. That's true. Both of them. I love... Man. Yeah, Resident Evil fucking slaps. Anyway, Kyle, <laughs> let's get into Andrew House's snail mail. Now, each... And every week, you can send in your questions over to PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Cassidy Bad Bit Discord server. Or you could pen a letter to Andrew House himself. I swim on over to the Great Great Britain. <laughs> I always do this the Great Britain. Great Britain. I, the greatest of the Britons. I steal his mail. This week, we got three pieces of mail. Thank you, everybody, for putting in your questions this week and really making them part of the show. I love when that happens, and I love when we get extra stuff like this, and putting it out there. The first person on the mail is the most famous Seamus I've ever met. He writes in saying this. Spooky question time. I will be doing these every week in October. Seamus, I like how you're getting festive. He's the most festive Seamus, not just the most famous. You have just learned that your previously unknown great-great-uncle has passed away and has given you $100 million in his will. That's over 200,000 PlayStation 5s with disk drives or (laughs) over 250. 50 PlayStation 5 digital editions. 250,000. Oh, sorry. 250,000. He did math, and he's even better at English than me. That's nuts. However, in order to claim the inheritance, you must survive a night in a haunted house or other similar settings from a horror video game of your choice. Cool. I'm in. Which do I choose? Um, Let's see. Here's where where you failed me, Seamus. All right. Ready? Ghosts aren't real. Right? <laughs> Haunted? Whatever. Well, I'll be scared for what? Uh, no. Tw- 12 hours? Sure. Yeah. Get, put me in the Ishimura. Put me in Dead Space. Oh, are you nuts? <laughs> Give me the fucking alien, Are Kyle. you nuts? I'll hide in the locker. That thing won't even see oh, me. It's a big dumb idiot, kid. God. Yeah. No. Just... <laughs> no. Be at a creepy ship floating through space? Hell no. It's not creepy. It just needs maintenance. That's why you're there. Which do I think I could survive from? I mean, yeah, like, if it's real, I mean, I'm dead in all these scenarios. So it doesn't matter what house you're putting me into. I'm Dunzos. I'm the funny guy. The funny guy dies at least second on the list. Honestly? Yeah. Put me in the the Resident Evil Two, okay. Uh, uh, police building. F- uh, fuck that. 
strictly because, dude, I'm not gonna do Mr. any of the puzzles. There. I'm not gonna do any of the puzzles. The doors are gonna remain locked. You got your gun, and you're just like, I'm just, I'm just chilling out with what's the guy's name? The police officer, Marcus. Yeah, you gotta have to shoot him in the fucking dumb I'm, piece. I'm just gonna chill. I'm just chill. We gotta shoot Marcus. Listen, you, you're ready to take a life. If, he, if this if, is real. If it's real and I he doesn't want to turn to a zombie, which who wouldn't? Sure. I mean, and then I'm, I'm free. I'm free and clear. I'm free and clear. Also, I think Louisiana, that's where Raccoon City is, right? Is it's it? a standard ground state. So, yeah, if it comes at you, you're allowed to <laughs> pop it twice at the dumpies. I'm just trying you know? to think of other Zombie. horror games like Silent Hill. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm uh, not uh, going uh, in no fog. No. Nope. No. No way. I've been in Evil fog, within? Like, deep fog once. Nope. nope. No uh-uh. evil within. Actually, I don't want to do Dead Space. They're going to stick needles in my eyes. So I'm out of that one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, you know what? Resident Evil, I think, is the way to go. I think Resident Evil is the way to go. If Mr. X is in there. If he is, oh my god, I can't run. You see me? We're not fit. <laughs> that is true. Dude, we're walking. I'm walking up a staircase and I'm winded. Are you telling me I'm going to? <laughs> Same. Same. You can't... No, uh-uh. Uh, but you know what? Whatever. Roll the dice. It's 2020. That's what I say. I'm in it. I'm in it. Can't be much worse than this hellscape we're in. Nakachaka writes in. This is a this is a Bandicoot question. Ooh. Crash Four got great reviews, but gaming websites only seem to care that it didn't match the sales of Insane Trilogy. Should Crash fans be worried, or are th- these gaming websites making unfair comparisons between the nostalgic fueled remakes? And a brand new sequel. Yeah, that is such an unfair comparison. How so? Insane Trilogy are three games in mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I believe that sold for $40. I don't think it was a full $60 price tag. I could be wrong on that one. Yeah. Um, but this is... No, it was 40 br- It was 40 Okay. Yeah, it was this 40 is, This is a brand new thing, and it's better in every single way. Yeah. But do... Crash fans, do not be worried. If you're on the fence for this one, don't be. Go and get it. It's everything you love from a Crash game and even more. Like, it's outstanding. Mm. Mm. I would say, yeah, don't be too worried because I think Insane Trilogy was something that fueled the nostalgia. So, like, Crash 4 really is for the fans. Uh, Insane Trilogy was for everyone, mm-hmm. right? It really did. It, it really did fuel that that nostalgia for a lot of people to go out there buy that game. So hopefully, Crash Four though does good enough so that it warrants a Crash Five or warrants you know a sequel yeah. down the line. Because from what you're we're saying, I'm really interested. But to me, I'm not going to dip sixty bucks because I'm not that good at platformers. Indeed. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Nagachaka, Nagachaka also writes, right. Two questions so nice, I put them in the doc twice, Kyle. Just think about that for a second here. Done. He writes, It looks like EA is on a roll with their Star Wars games with Jedi Fallen Order and Squadrons. What do you want next from a Star Wars game? I would love to be all uh, all over a brand new open world RPG style Star Wars game where you could create your own character, make your important decisions. Basically, I want Skyrim. But with lightsabers. <laughs> you sold me on the elevator pitch. I want Star Wars with lightsabers. Give it to me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it's hard not to pick that one. But 
one of the biggest shames of last mm. gen show mm. is the cancellation mm. of Amy Hennig's game. In mm. addition to whatever Star Wars thirteen thirteen was. Because right. those screenshots from that game and everyone talking about it made it seem like that was an uncharted Star Wars game where you play as a smuggler and you, you have these action set pieces set in the Star Wars universe. Yes. Sign me up for that. That's exactly what I want. Um, I I got what I wanted from Fallen Order. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. Such a good game. Gave me Dark Souls with, with Star Wars. Scale that, you know, difficulty for folks. Um, that's awesome. And one game that I really love, and I think Nagachaka may agree with me here, Star Wars Dark Forces is a Doom clone Star Wars game. Very first person shooter. When I think of Skyrim, but with lightsabers, give me a Dark Forces game, but give me them RPG mechanics. Give me a first person game that I can choose to be you know, a smuggler. I could choose to be an Imperial officer. I could choose to be a pilot. I could choose to be a Jedi, uh, a Sith, or, you know, I don't know, a gray Jedi or something crazy. Like, give me those options to be who I want. Mm-hmm. That That is, that that would be awesome. And again, you could, you could, I want it to be set in the Imperial setting. That's first and foremost, because, again, I would rather it be a Dark Forces game than a total Old Republic reboot, because I think that's the easy path, right? So give me either a Dark Forces game, rebrand it, or, sorry, keep the branding, but just, you know, make it a a first-person RPG, or go into the Disney trilogy, which um, is a good trilogy. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's Star Wars. I'm going to love it. So for me... Give me something that's in between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. Give me something that, you know, makes those two movies seem more a bit cohesive. Like, I guess we're going to get it with The Mandalorian, but, like, tell me how the Emperor comes back. Tell me how this is the clone that fucks. Tell me all the things about this clone Palpatine, right? Um, so, to me, that's what I kind of want. Either new new trilogy... Uh, uh, original trilogy don't give me any prequels for love of god don't and i i would hope that they take the old republic uh disney does and branches that out with their movies their their next uh, trilogy that's what i want out of a star wars game dark forces in either imperial setting or new trilogy give me lightsabers give me skyrim give me all of it sounds good <sighs> hey kid let's <laughs> all walk in <laughs> Take off that mask. You don't need it. What movie am I in? All right, Harrison Ford here, kids. Came off a little bit of a knocker, a little bit of a hangover, as you will, off the set. Uh, yeah. I can't, All I right, you're Ben. I don't want to talk to Harrison right now. I, I want Joe back. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, bringing up movies. Yeah. Just real quick, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. I mean, whatever. What, what do you think about a, a Resident Evil origin story movie, which got announced on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. that's not going to be good. We can sit here and go, oh, we have hopes, we have whatever. It's not going to be good. Don't and worry about I, it. I like the cast. cast is I good. like one of the cast. I don't know anyone else. Uh, I know, I know Kaya the guy that plays. Scodelario was an actress in The Maze Runner. 
Robbie Amell is from the Babysitter movies on Netflix, which is it's a horror comedy. They're very good. Okay. They're okay. not like like a teeny bop babysitter thing. No, I was, like, the baby. I was like, what is? This? It's it's really. I highly suggest them in is October. This the you watch both snowball of them. movie, snow dog movie with uh, <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. What was it? Yeah, snow, snow dogs. dogs right? yeah. yeah. What's the snow dog movie? Yeah, it's called Snow Dogs. Um, and then uh, Hannah John Kamen, it, who played okay. Ghost in Ant Man and the Wasp. She was the villain. Oh, she was very I think she's going to be Jill. I think Kai's oh, going to be Jill. Claire. And Robbie's oh. going to be Chris. Oh. So, uh, and number one from Number one from the Umbrella Academy. Uh, he also played one of the um, House... Not Tywin. House, he was one of the Lannisters, I think. Anyway, oh, he's, okay. he's also Wesker. And I'm like, I don't know if I match... But he's a great actor as well, so maybe I have faith. But it's also a video game movie. Yeah. If 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 Sonic is our savior here, if Sonic and <laughs> Detective Pikachu is our savior for what makes a good let's see video game movie. Let's see what Uncharted does. Let's see what Uncharted does. Not well, but Tom Holland, we got to protect that little twink at all costs. You know what I'm saying? You got to protect him. He's got to stay Spider-Man, man. <sighs> Can't change his face, Sony. He's Peter Parker to me. Jeez, Jewish. Kyle, that's been the trophy room this week. What an awesome episode. I thought we were going to go at hour 40. We, we've made it pretty damn well on time. Uh, anything you'd like to pimp out before we end the show? Uh, just Mr. K-Step on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, follow everything I do over at KindaNYC at KindaNYC.com or at KindaNYC on Twitter. Um, shout out to Todd Akstra, who I was just a guest on his show over the weekend, uh, co-op mode for Secret Friends Unite. So take a keep an eye out for that episode coming up. You're worried about 140. I think we went two hours, Ooh. two hours and change. It was great. It was great uh, to talk to Mark and, and Todd on there. So go check that out when it when it goes live. Honest to goodness, Todd Oxra is one of the greatest human beings I have ever... I'm just lucky to have met. Like, he is seriously one of the nicest people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mark Carabin is just a hunk. Like, were you guys on a video <laughs> chat? Yes. Were you able to pay attention? I, it was very difficult. Oh, my God. He is dreamy. <laughs> what a lucky wife. And he's a dad. The full My package. Goodness. The full package, right? Raise your kid. And look that good doing it? Psh, don't believe you. Uh, before we go, I want to go right to the bounty board for just a second. I want to shout out two five-star reviews we got at Apple Podcasts. Of course, we're doing our five-star. We get to 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, 100 five-star reviews. We're giving away a next-gen game. We hit that mark. Now we're going for 150 because Ooh. we're going big or we're going home. Uh, Break and Nick right in. And this is their, t- their 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 five-star review. It's Joe's birthday. Yes. It's oh, yeah. Joe's birthday week. So here it is a five-star review for what I continue to find week after week, the most fun PlayStation podcast. Joe and Kyle are the best. Thanks for the info and the laughs. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Breaking Nick. Thank you so, so very much. And I hope I pronounced your name right. I suck at pronunciation. You saw it's all fine. these all these people's names over here. I would be, oh my god, tripping over each every one of them. That's why it's I have hard. Kyle do it. 
Reading's hard. That's why you never do it. <clears throat> you, you, and, know what, you know what's a fun yeah. experiment listeners should do out there? What's that? Listen to the first few episodes of The Turf Room, what me and Joe did together, where Joe did all the reading and I just sat there. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was it's just a like, wildly well, this is different stupid. podcast. Yes, <laughs> I love how we find our footing midway through. Like, you yeah, know what? this works. This works. It's like things that should be obvious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't have the dyslexic read. Bam, send it over to Kyle. <laughs> it should be obvious, but like when you're doing a podcast, you don't know. Uh, with that, Todd uh, Todd Berwitz writes in best gaming podcast hands down, and then writes in caps. Absolute best PlayStation podcast exclamation point. If you're reading this, then search no more. If you want the best PlayStation podcast, this is it. The hosts are interesting, intelligent, and draw you right into the discussion as if you were there. They are always up to date on the latest information. The talk is engaging and makes you want to hear more and not miss a show. So do you, uh, so do like I have. And don't miss any more. I just wish they were on every day. Also on YouTube, the show is hashtag number one. Thank you, Todd. Remember when I said don't let the dyslexic read and then the dyslexic reads the reviews? (laughs) (laughs) Midway reading those, I was like, you know what? I'm a dumb idiot. Todd, again, thank you so much. And again, our forever platinum member. Todd Berwitz. Thank you all so much. Uh, And this has been The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. You can find this show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, on YouTube at Bad Bit Games for the time being. (gasps) What gas? What? And so with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Love you. Stay safe.